how does God get what he's after? Could I ask you to read these verses also? Uh, what I'm sharing is not my, from my imagination. It's based upon the word of God. Amen. I've got nothing new, quote, quote, except in the way it comes out. Amen. Right? Let's read Genesis 2, 7 through 9. I used to read this and I said, oh, how nice. You know, how nice. Here we've got a, a garden, you know, a garden with trees, you know, and presumably fruit. Pleasant to the sight. Looks good. Probably tastes good. Right? But there is something here very profound. Before it talks about the garden, it talks about how man was made. Man was made, created in a very particular way. It says he was made of the dust of the ground. You know, when you look in the mirror, you have to realize that if you boiled everything down, it would be dust. Really? You know, we are made of a lot of different, what? What's the word? Substances. If you boil it down, it's just dust. But into this man, who was formed out of the dust of the ground, here is something very, very profound. God breathed into this man's nostrils, the breath of life. The breath of life. What is this? It is not God's life, but it is something close to God that only we men have. And it is a human spirit. We have a human spirit. I like to shout this. Amen. You know, it's been years since I've been on the UCLA campus. Maybe I should go back there and just blow it in there. Just, we have a spirit. <laughs> and then the white coats would come and I'd run to another place. We have a spirit. <laughs> we have a spirit. In Hebrew, that word is neshama. It's translated breath in Genesis chapter 1. The same word is used in Proverbs. I think it's chapter 20. And there it's translated spirit of man. Oh, God breathed in to this created man's nostrils the breath of life, the spirit. I don't believe monkeys have a spirit. They might be able to communicate with one another, but they don't have a spirit. Only man has a spirit. Amen. And let me tell you something. Each one of you has a spirit. Amen. And I could tell because you're all exercising your spirit tonight. And I hope you don't just do it when we meet. I hope you do it all the time. I mean, look at me. I'm old, but I'm crazy. We need to exercise this spirit. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. 
Man was made with a spirit. What does the spirit do? What does the spirit do? Oh, the spirit links man with God. It is uh, what uh, uh, one Bible teacher called a linking organ. Linking man with God. Oh, the spirit. Oh, I'm so happy. You know, for years I, I lived and I didn't know I had a spirit. I didn't know. And eventually, one day, I found out I've got a spirit. Right? You know when I found out about that? That I have a spirit? 44 years ago. I'm still excited. I've got a spirit. I'm linked with God. I have an organ by which I can contact God. I can receive God. I can contain God. Just like I'm eating food. And man, it says, became a living soul. You know, our soul is our mind, our emotion, our will. That is how we express ourselves. We express ourselves through our thinking, through our emotion, and through our will. Do you see what God has in mind in creating man? I'm going to make this man here, which will be a corporate man, and this kind of a man should be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. But I'm going to make him in this particular way. I'm going to make him with an organ that one day I will come into. It's reserved for me. And not even Satan can get in there. Only me. This is reserved. Right? There's a sign there. Reserved for God. Hallelujah! Oh, our spirit! Right? So that when God gets into our spirit, then he uses our soul, the faculties, to do what? To express himself. That is how he gets his image. I feel like this is a lecture. But I'm enjoying it. Then after he makes man, then having made such a man, what did God do? He got his whip. <laughs> All right, here is a list of do's and don'ts. Mostly don'ts. <laughs> right? Oh, wrong. That is not what God did. What did God do? He put this man that he had just created into the garden where there is the tree of life. Oh, how profound. How profound. I mean, this tree, no doubt, has fruit. So God putting this man who has the spirit in front of the tree of life, which is a, a, a symbol of God himself, as the supply, the bountiful supply. Oh, the implication there is that God is going to get what he's after by man studying that tree real hard. Admiring it. 
pulling out his sketchbook, <laughs> drawing it. No. Eat it. We sang about that. Drop your concept, eat that tree. Eat that tree. This is how God, my goodness, this is how God gets what he is after. Does that sound bad? I mean, to eat the tree, you know, does that sound bad? You know, if he said, well, man, what I want you to do is jump across the Grand Canyon. Without a running start. <laughs> I mean, that would have been impossible. That's something, you know, or behave yourself, behave yourself, behave yourself, behave yourself. I'm watching, behave yourself. No, here is something wonderful. Here is something enjoyable. Amen. You've got a spirit to receive me. There I am. I'm edible. I'm, a, I'm reachable. Amen. I want you to eat me. Amen. I want you to eat me. 